Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry, Episode 14. The opening poem was published in the Journal of New Jersey Poets in the spring of 2001, but I wrote it before I was married when I lived on the Upper West Side of Manhattan at the, in an apartment building on the corner of Riverside Drive and 79th. Fast food on the Upper West Side. Decades have caroused past the old lady from 79th. She finishes her burger solo and keyboards her black coat, practicing hard on every knobby button. The purse remains alert, lipstick a ruse, camouflaging delay. She asks strangers at corners to tell her when the light turns, her glasses too thick to let colors through. Peering past the prism walls years have built, she leans a dark counterpoint into Hudson River winds, climbing from Broadway to the transient hotel with beer bottle percussion lobbed out of windows on syncopated summer nights. Quick takeouts, jangle jazz, played out on the avenues and alleys south of Harlem. The phrase for today is when the swallows return to Capistrano, and this is something helpful to know for the closing poem. When the swallows come back to Capistrano are the lyrics of a song written in the 1930s that became a popular hit of the time, recorded by the group The Ink Spots in 1940. The annual return of the swallows is used as a metaphor for a reliable, regularly occurring event. The bird at the center of this phenomenon is the cliff swallow, one species of the group of small, graceful birds that swoop over the landscape catching insects. They're about five inches long, dark brown, except for a white forehead and orange-red cheeks. Their head and neck actually appear iridescent in good lighting. They are common, nesting throughout the United States and wintering in South and Central America. The birds arrive in mid-March, and the city of San Juan Capistrano has declared March 19th, also known as St. Joseph's Day, the day of the return of the swallows. The annual festival became a major tourist event, drawing visitors from across the globe. In the letters I'm sharing today, Wes and I talked about our first tentative steps at learning how to pray together. In my letter, I wrote, My loving Wes, when I was thinking about writing this letter while I was in the shower this morning, I felt happy, even excited, as if something new and good were about to come into my life. I only feel a little awkward about praying the office because it seems like an easy way to start praying together since it's something that's very rich and meaningful to me and I know it is for you. And I feel very tender and loving to think that it's a very special form of prayer that we share. I also feel much more a part of the church community praying the office and I feel that praying some of it together will help give me even more of the feeling of being a little church, being together as a couple, 
rather than two separate little cells in the one body. The one anxiety I have about praying the office together, but it's the same if I pray by myself, is that many of the psalms seem to aggravate the feelings of bitterness I often have towards others, and I feel very distressed about all those feelings getting out of control again and possibly even reflecting back upon you, as they have done in the past, when you've tried to remind me not to judge others. But still, I'm encouraged, too, because after our weekend, I realize how deeply supportive you've always been, and that you haven't been attacking me or going over to the other side. And I think if you help me, I can continue to overcome. I love you so much for all you are to me. Always, Vicki. In his letter, Wes wrote, Dear Vicki, my main feeling about praying together is excitement. This is something I've wanted to do for a while, and as a result of our weekend, we now seem to be on the verge of arranging it. I am hopeful, too, hopeful that praying together will help to increase our feeling of togetherness, of unity according to God's plan. But because this is something new, I also feel a little nervous, a little apprehensive about it. I feel nervous like I did before I started my new job, knowing that I did the right thing, but apprehensive as to how the move would actually work out. Thinking about praying together makes me feel very close to you, not just because of the act of praying together, but because it stands to be one of the first concrete changes to come out of our weekend. Maybe it is also because of this that I am also apprehensive. I'm so anxious that our first venture turn out successful. But I do feel so very close to you, and I love you very much. Always, Wes. The closing poem for today was published in October, November, December 2001 of Poetry Depth Quarterly. It's set in San Juan Capistrano at the Mission in Southern California. Gallery opening, San Juan Capistrano. St. Joseph's Day, the speckled air spills swallows in one morning swoop. Staccato cries describing loops and arcs and scrolls and then lies still. Brushed only by strokes of distant wings, roosters' intermittent spiel, and counterpoint cadenza in minor key of morning dove elegy. Franciscan walls stretch canvases for ferruled feathers' mud-daubed nests. From mission top, the clamor rings out expedited flights of prayer. An ocean of bells launches swallows in swells. May you have a day of bells and birds and beauty.